We interrupt your regular broadcast to bring you this important news bulletin. What's up, adventurers? I'm Chris, aka Tatty Bojangles, aka everybody's favorite sad boy gnome. I'm here to talk to you about fan roll dice. Look, we all love dice. They're the little knickknacks that make the clickety clacks and help us do a whole bunch of maths. That's why we've teamed up with Fanroll Dice to offer our listeners 10% off when you use the code ADVENTURER10. With everything from resin to sharp edge silicone, mini little babies to chunky beefy boys, and beautiful liquid core and gemstone dice, Fanroll Dice has you covered. So head on over to FanRollDice.com and use code ADVENTURER10 to get 10% off. Now, back to the action. God, Matt, you're looking very uh, svelte. No, svelte's the wrong word. You're looking very uh, smooth. Just hot. Velveteen. You're looking smooth. Like a box of after eights. Just fucking sexy. Smooth and velvety like a box of after eights. Yes. Just sexy. That's all I'm going to say. Just, just whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. I think you look like a dark, rich, aromatic Americano. That's literally the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> You've got depth of flavor, taste, you're full-bodied, and you're probably going to keep me up all night. <laughs> so that's... Oh, you... That's where I was going. Ooh! <laughs> and you're dark as hell. <laughs> There's grains at the bottom. Uh, <laughs> sure. And a, a bit grittier than you'd like. <laughs> I'm going to be peeing a lot after I spend time with you. <laughs> oh, dear God. Right. Oh, dear. Enough said about that, listeners. Oh, top, tell me more. Oh, right. I can keep buttering you up. No. Give Chris some of that. That, uh, that, that HA charm. No. I don't do well with compliments. <sighs> Chris, you've you've always been my first, and hopefully you'll be my last. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have met all these lovely people if it wasn't for you, Chris. You're like a you're like a cup of Maxwell House, e- easy to keep in the cupboard, and, and uh. good when you have guests. <laughs> <laughs> easy to keep in the cupboard. Never want to set eyes on it. What is, what is happening? You leave a bitter aftertaste. Chris Rank. Yeah, I'll take that. I said that Matt looked like a strong, dark, aromatic Americano, just, you know, brimming full of flavor and taste and would probably keep me up all night. And he then has chosen to call you a mug. Oh no, I thought of I thought House. it was I thought it was me who was talking about, not Chris Rag. Oh yeah. You could insult Chris Rag like that. Jesus. Chris Rag is a Mellow birds. <laughs> nice cold glass of milk. With Nesquik. <sighs> Chris Rag, you are room temperature Bovril. Mm-hmm. At, at the least. <laughs> nice. <laughs> half water, half milk. Who has milk in their Bovril? Jesus Christ. AJ is a cup full of salt. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm all over that. Um, <laughs> you're... you're, you're uh, is it camp, the chicory? It's like not real coffee. I don't know if anyone else says it. Oh, it's, um, it's just my house. fuck. We used to have that in the cult. Oh, what yeah. was that called? Um, yeah. Oh, we, fuck. Yeah, I just remember in growing up, we had like a big jar or bottle of it, but no one ever drank it. So I don't know why we had it. What was it called? There was camp. Shit. And there was something else that was... Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Frantic Googles. Oh, yeah, it was like a... Everybody frantically Googles coffee like substitute brown, listeners. It was like a powder and it came in a jar. It was like the most un, unappetizing... I've never had it, but I've heard of it. It's like, oh, you like coffee. You must like horrific bitterness. <laughs> How this? Yeah. 
Yes, everybody is definitely frantically Googling right now. All sure. four of us know exactly what is being talked about. <laughs> All four I'm of us Googling are harder. familiar with what's, with, with what's being talked about and are definitely not just procrastinating. Mellow birds. Camp, yeah, it's chicory coffee essence. There's a thing called postum, which sounds a fuck like some sort of anal disease. Postum? The boy suffering from postum. The boy suffering from postum. <laughs> He's probably <laughs> needing him an enema. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, let's stop fucking about. How are you all doing? Are you all well? Yes. <laughs> Good. Yes. How are you? Are you all tinged with sadness that this probably marks us going into the final furlong of this campaign? This is the uh, phase three. This is the whatever film launched this is the guardians of the galaxy volume three <laughs> or it could be endgame you know what's going to happen in the final fight hanash a portal is going to open and your lover from nutbush uh agrami <laughs> no is going to step through oh, it wasn't nutbush where was it It was in the Uthodern mountain somewhere wasn't it you had a prison lover called yeah. agrami, who shaved a man to death for the yeah. sweet embrace of a hanash. Right. Are you all sitting comfortably? Never in my life. Do you have hemorrhoids? I need to ask this, because you say that a lot. No. No, my back just hurts. Oh. It's fine. Get old. Listeners, for just £5 a month, you could give Chris Neal a back massage, and we can make that happen. So... I'd really, I'd really rather they didn't. That's a top-tier patron exclusive. Are you sure you don't want a £5 back massage? <laughs> <laughs> my rates are very reasonable <laughs> and I'm available at all hours it's not even me paying five pounds for a massage which is bad enough it's me being given five pounds to then be given a massage listeners That's even for worse. ten pounds I will let you massage room temperature lurpak into the small Ooh. of Chris's back mm. I'll provide the lurpak the only person that is paying five pounds to give someone else a massage is Geodude and his hands mm. are made of rocks mm-hmm. rocks Okay, here we go. If you're not sitting comfortably, even if you've got a slight rumble in your back, here we go. Well, hey there, fellow nerds and nerdwells. I'm AJ, and welcome to the Adventurers Anonymous podcast, the home of fantasy fucknuggetry. Come join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks sip cocktails, play Dungeons and & Dragons, and dance around the boundaries of common decency. As ever, I am joined by the usual gaggle of goofy geeks. First up, we have a man who is about to go away for nearly a month. So make the most of him. It's Mr. Chris Rag. Hello. What, what's the deal? Is it like witness relocation? Um, yeah, something like that. Just, you know, just need to get away from you guys for a month. And I think two, three years has been long enough now. And I need away. Bloody long time. Did you see a murder? You've earned, you've earned yourself a holiday. Are you going anywhere nice? Uh, I'm going to Mexico. Whoa, whoa, it's going to be hot. The home of Tinted Vranos. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to be getting margaritas made in my mouth constantly. Um, okay, hit, that's great. Hitting the tequila and the, the mezcal in equal measures. Penis, penis-shaped enchiladas? Uh, yeah, uh, probably probably vagina-shaped enchiladas. Oh, I guess. oh yeah. That penis-shaped enchiladas, but vagina tacos, I guess. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> You're going to be bringing those back? That makes sense. <laughs> also, are you going to be like Matt when Matt said, I'm just popping to Finland and he never came back? <laughs> we'll see you help what the real estate's like over there, maybe. This makes me sad. It's like when mummy and daddy split up and then you get left with half the toys. <laughs> okay, right, you're going off. Let's make the most of you. <laughs> what, what am I in this oh. scenario? What of the toys? I don't like making the most of me. It sounds like I'm going to get abused. <laughs> You fucking ass. <laughs> you're, you're the child we're fighting over, Chris. <laughs> don't go with him. Stay with me. <laughs> no, I'll go to Mexico. There we go. Right. Next up, coming to us live and direct from the mystical lands of Finland, is Mr. Matt Durant. So, I read somewhere this week that speeding tickets in Finland are calculated based on your income. Fact or fiction? Have I not talked about this on the pod before? Nope. That must be my other podcast. You know, 
a combination of yes and no up to a certain point <laughs> fin sides weekly fin that's sides. what the that's what the other podcast is called yeah you've fin you've, you've, you've yeah fin, fin sides weekly <laughs> sorry uh, was sorry. a guest on one of the episodes also, with Mr. Rag away, I feel like we must do some bonus episodes of Finsights. But sorry, don't let me take you away from your Yarl. Yes, whatever it was. No. Yarl. Um, they have, up to a certain point, it's a flat rate. But if you do a mega crime, if you do 20 over the speed limit, so let's say you're doing, let's say it's a it's a 60 zone uh, just near north of Tampere and there's a stupid bit where they have like a, a, a sign that says 80 but you can really easily miss it and it's like it doesn't need to be there at all but you might be doing somewhere between 70 and 80 you'll get the normal fine which is a flat rate but if you're doing more than 80 if you're doing 20 over you do you get based it's fined on your day daily income which is based on your tax that you pay so obviously if you earn more you pay more which is entirely reasonable because otherwise you'd just get rich assholes driving at whatever speed they want whereas here if you're a rich asshole you can get fined like ten thousand pounds for for a speeding ticket because that's yeah so follow up in finland do you get a lot of poor people speeding in a cart and horse because they can't <laughs> What do you think Finland is? I think it's the Amish. All right, bogs, hovercrafts. I suppose a hovercraft is. I don't know. How do people get around in Finland? It's quite boggy. Um, yeah, horses, reindeer, dogs. Okay. Big, big dogs. Have a, a whole family. Moose. Big yeah. moose. Yeah. Uh, and bears? Yeah. bears? Do, you have, do you have any bears everywhere you are? It's the national symbol, Chris Rag. It's the national animal of Finland. There's one bear. <laughs> <laughs> There's one bear. Everyone has to share the bear. <laughs> yeah. I've seen the cause advert. I don't know you can ride bears. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant the singers for a minute. <laughs> there you go. All right. That's quite enough of fin sites. If there's enough appetite, Mr. Matt Durant, over the festive period, I feel like anyone who's left uh, holding the fort. Festive fin sites. Oh, festive fin sites. Can I leave that idea to percolate? Oh. Maybe we'll come back to that. Whilst Rag is in his budgie smugglers on... Um, you know, the Costa del Bravo, or I don't even know what's in Mexico, listeners. Rome. Cancun. Is Cancun in Mexico? That's where I'm flying into. Ah, there you go. I'm not a total Luddite. There you go. Well, you got your budgie smugglers out in Cancun. The rest of us will be uh, freezing our balls off in Finland. And last, but not least, we have a man who needs no introduction. You'll know him from his best-selling self-help sex guide on morbidly obese bestiality entitled heavy petting from me to meow there's a lot going on in that i would have i would have i would have i liked the heavy petting one i would have just said it i would have just said i would have just called it heavy heavy petting for heavy pets we can re-record that heavy petting for heavy pets yeah really why what no nobody Okay, fine. Heavy petting for heavy pets? Yeah, that's fine, yeah. Okay. Five out of ten, I'll, I'll give you for that one. You've really sucked the energy out of this room. I mean, I said something and you guys just went silent. Which would be the title of your book on astral blowjobs. Psychic blowjobs? You've really sucked the energy out of this? No? No. Okay, right, we, we need to... I, 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 I thought you were meant like in space where you couldn't hear it anymore, but you were sucking... If you want, I, I can I can just go and you can just do bits by yourself for like the next two hours. I'm going to say this, and I'm only going to say this once. Still talking I can about only play this card once. There's only one. <laughs> there's only one man who can save me from this situation. There's only one man who can get us out of this monumental innuendo fuck up. It is. Yes. Yes. Santa Claus! Santa! Who'd have thought you'd be here? Wild. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I love the turnaround. That was that was that was beautiful. Oh, I didn't see you there. You can't, you can't be, be double be fisting. Double fisting double some drinks. Double fisting. Yeah, sorry. Just <laughs> that's what I've been doing all this time, but it's nice to be back. 
Oh, it's good to have you back. Uh, do you know, I had to kill a lot of time. I talked a lot of shit. And I think I, I really killed the energy in the room, Lewis. So uh, it's your job to bring us well, back. We'll see. We'll see. I'm here. If you, the tone should be lowered and um, the, the the mood should come down. Really, you know, it's, it's mm. fitting. I only do surprise entrances now. It's my thing. <laughs> I'll never ever yeah. commit commit to saying I'm showing up. It's only surprise bits. No, no, that's good. Uh, we we managed. I fucked it up last time. I gave you your cue too early. Whereas. With a bit of post-editing, I could make that look almost professional, I reckon. So uh, Good, good, good. I'm fucking freezing, so I'm wrapped up in stuff. What have I missed? What have I missed? Give me the rundown. What's happened? I'll tell you, but first of all, I feel like you need to do a gratuitous plug for uh, Airdron Dagger. What, what are you up to? Just come back from loads of tour dates, which was really fun. Um, EP's out now. Drop it. Stick Ooh. stuff soon. More videos coming out soon. Writing new stuff and more tour dates in the new year so follow us online there you go there's everything at once there you go ah very very excited what have you missed you've missed a lot to be fair let me give you a quick lowdown on what's been going down and then i need to just quickly say you weren't around last week and i had to use aristobulus to marry two people in a ceremony so uh that's obviously uh, they were ghosts to be fair you uh, you presided over the marriage of two dead people incredible on an abandoned ship. So basically, a quick catch-up for anybody who's either new or hasn't been around or has just forgotten what the hell's going on. In recent episodes, the players have culminated a massive story arc where they were trying to find four magical Ementals, Earth, Wind, Water, and Fire. And finally, in the last episode, they tracked down the Water Emmental, which was hidden on the abandoned wreck of a ship far out in the Lycidian Ocean. And as the players wandered around the decks, they met a um, a lonely ghost called Larabelle Lechoir, who asked that she could be reunited with her long-lost lover, Samuel. So the players wandered the decks of the cruise court, crew quarter, talking to the corpses of various people who had died on the boat, um, which is called the HMS Lugubria. And after a fashion, they found Samuel. Samuel's body, unfortunately, was locked in an intimate embrace with one of the bridesmaids who he had been schlepping at the point the boat sank. So the players had to carry his body, reunited uh, Larabelle and Samuel and uh, her last request before handing over the Emmental was that they were married so Aristobulus very kindly did his very best vicar impression and married the pair and um, on 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 the, their marriage being sanctified finally after all these hundreds of years after the shipwreck she handed over the last Emmental, the water Emmental, and we pick up with our players as they get back on their barge far out at sea in possession of all four Emmentiles. For the final leg of this campaign that has lasted nearly three years now, they have the four Emmentiles, they must reunite them. I will leave the rest of the narrative up to the players, but you all reboard the Lady Luck, which is a sea barge where you're reunited with uh, Maud, who's been looking after all the pets. Maud has Barbara the Wolf, Potato, the feral baked potato, and um, most importantly, uh, Kevin, the sugar glider. As you're all reunited. Can I just ask one thing, by the way, before we kick off? Mr. Chris Neal, whilst doing my homework, I remembered that you had another pet that you never talk about. Gaspard. No, you bought an owl. <laughs> and Barbara, Barbara was using it as a chew toy. You bought a really dusty owl. Sounds familiar. <laughs> I thought, did we, so did we, did we clarify that Barbara was actually using it as a chew toy and didn't just eat it? I think she just used it as a chew toy. I'm pretty sure you've got an elderly geriatric owl just being slowly chewed on by a wolf for about the last 20 episodes or so. I thought, when you said you used it as a chew toy, I thought you were being figurative and that she just ragged it about a bit and then ate it. So... This will completely change how I approach... Uh, Pet husbandry. Role-playing as Tati. Mm, I don't think you know what husbandry <laughs> is. Stop kink-shaming me. Stop kink-shaming me. No shame. I'm just saying. As a pet daddy, you need to look after your pet better, all right? Right. Okay. 
handing it back over to you. Aristobulus, you are on the ship with them all. Uh, you have recently married two people, albeit that they've been dead for hundreds of years. But, you know, that might that might be one to tick off your bucket list. The way you phrased it sounds like I've married them in a sort of thruple situation. Uh, oh, I do think... No, no. Is he, uh, unless you were extremely clear when playing Aristobulus, <laughs> I feel like... I feel like he's he's in there now. He has two ghost wives or husbands or whatever they are or whatever they're not. One, one of um, each. I'm not sure how, how clear you were on the fact that I now... Crystal. Crystal. Oh, okay. Uh, I spent years um, method acting in the Catholic Church, so my understanding of marital vows is crystal clear. I have no follow-up questions to that anecdote. <laughs> zero. <laughs> Literally zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the police said. <laughs> yep. Yep. Right. You're back on your boat. All of you. Dawn is about to come. The vampires step back on the boat. She's what? You've got Toad. <laughs> Who's Dawn? <laughs> wow. I set them up, you knock them down, baby. <laughs> Sorry, moving on. But just Every the first time. joke, you know, like five minutes in. you gotta got to move fast, you know, before you edit it yeah. out. <laughs> Dawn is about to come. Sorry, you, that's where you were, AJ. No, 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 you're, you're on the boat. You take it away. I, I can't tell you where to go at this point. One thing I would say is, can we just have a quick check how many barrels of oil you've got? Because I've totally lost track. That's something that Chris Neal would know as a stickler. We have... Checks notes. Checks notes. Ruffle feathers. Uh, so I had written down, hmm, the last time I updated it, I think we had six when we got back to Maritopia. Oh. Yeah, so getting to the diver's grave, I would assume took half or one? Yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so we have five left now, and it'll take us maybe two to get back to Nicodranus. Yeah, cool. Let me get my Love map. Hold on. No, uh, it would take you maybe three to get back to Nicodranus. It's a bit further, but yeah. Okay. Nickelback, that's what it reminds me of. Wow. <laughs> you just showing off in front of Lewis and trying to be relevant to his band culture. Uh, yeah, I'm a big Nickelback <laughs> yes, fan, actually. When, it, when, any, when anyone hears the, the, the name Nickelback, people think, that's a guy who's relevant. <laughs> that's a guy who's mm-hmm. nice finger on the pulse. <laughs> he suffers from extreme relevancy. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking and feeling a bit like Chad Kroger today. <laughs> <laughs> Take that how you will. <laughs> wow. Was he the lead singer in Wheatus? Look at this photograph. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Nickelback are great. I never understood the hatred, really. It was it was funny. It was a good meme, but let's all be real. They fucking yeah. slap. So, and I, I will hear no slander for Nickelback. I don't speak <laughs> metal. What does slap mean? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's the way you want it to be, baby. You know, it's how you like it. (laughs) If you're a fan, then it can be good. If you're not a fan, then you should uh, speak up, you know. Like a hard slap or a soft slap? However you want it. Bit of slap, bit of tickle, bit of mouse. Don't kink shame me, AJ. Exactly. What? I'll give you a back slap. Right. Anyway. (laughs) That's really good. me. You ever notice how when Lewis turns up, we can never actually play D&D? <laughs> Don't how you get fucking loads done. I listen to the podcast. You do fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Until Lewis, until Lewis shows up, we are, a, we are a productive machine. Bollocks. You get nothing done. It took three years to get a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Where's the lie? <laughs> I'm looking. Oh, dear. Right. <laughs> I'm just secretly taking photographs of us all just in case we don't make it. We're going to die. <laughs> we might do. One of your cocktails is poisoned. <laughs> so, you're standing on the deck of your boat. The sun is just starting to crest the horizon as Hanash, you look down as your chest starts sizzling a little bit. I run and make a thought real quickly in my bed. No. <laughs> First one says, but he said no. <laughs> no. 
but I want, but I want it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I, I run in. Uh, I get all. I got completely naked. Uh, I assume Belsiar runs inside as well. No. Maybe he gives Hanash <laughs> a three-second head start so that you don't have to see him naked. But sorry, it's different when you're dead. I turn to mist so, just so I can instantly become naked, <laughs> and then I come back out of mist. <laughs> so your clothes just crumple to the floor as hot, steamy mist on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 And, but then I unmist instantly, so it's it's literally just because I can't be asking and undressed. That's so cool, and you would if you could. It's convenient. Yeah. What's everyone else doing? Fucking cartwheels, mate. Going to do cartwheel onto the boat. Make me a acrobatics check. Yes. Feels like that's how we have to start this off. Yep. Uh, you know me, it's only a plus one, and I'm an elderly, frail cleric. But for some reason, I have a penchant for parkour. Let's do this. <laughs> if that's not the name of the episode, Guess what, boys? Know. It's a three. Yeah, boys, <laughs> doing it. <laughs> a Falling three. Falling in the water. Falling in the water. <laughs> Aristobulus. G'd up from having just married two elderly ghosts, does a cartwheel on the deck. His Jesus creepers slipping on the salt water from the sea. He just spins, cracks his head on the deck and just tumbles over the side with a splash. As you just see the, 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 the elderly form of the cleric just splashing around in the water below as he pulls himself bedraggled over his robe of stars, clinging to himself in a very unflattering way. <laughs> Leaving very little to the imagination. <laughs> Great start. Just shaped ten perfectly. Ten. <laughs> ten out of ten. Oh no, we've we've lost our cleric. <laughs> Wounded, looks like I'm wearing PVC. Fantastic. That's his um, bicentennial wash. Exactly. I was gonna make, I was gonna go there and say like the mud just dripping off me from my <laughs> various filthy escapades. It turned out Aristobulus wasn't as tanned as you thought he was. It was <laughs> dirt. <laughs> wow, he's he's a very pasty white cleric. Moving on. Where do you want to go? This is the final leg of your adventure. You've got a boat. It's dawn. It's full of fuel. You can go anywhere on the fucking map. <laughs> Where do you want to go? You've got to track down Sister Perineus, who sent you off on the quest for the Emmentiles. The last time you saw her, she was in Nicodranus. She had been attacked by a dryad, which is a half-woman, half-tree, and had said she was taking the orphans to retreat somewhere, and she would leave you word. So you may do as you wish. I'm going to set a course for Nicodranus, and... <laughs> yeah, they kick us off into a nice travelling montage. Okay, okay, okay. So it's about three days' travel by boat. So we need to have a montage of sorts. So what I'm going to say, probably do it a little bit quicker because some of you are up in the night. So if you just want to run it nonstop, you could probably get there a little bit quicker. But I think we're just going to have to quickly style out a... Um, a little montage here. So whom amongst you wishes to be on... I'm, I'm going to need three sailing watches. So who's going to take the first watch? Yeah, it would be like day crew, because of the, the undead among us. So, you know, like, yeah, I'd, we mm. don't want the daytime watch. No. It's a bad... bad Me and Tati, I can obviously keep him amused with uh, a mod keep them amused with my uh, various musical escapades you know i've got i've got the tin flute i've got a, mm-hmm. a banjo or a fiddle or a harp or some shit as well in my inventory mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's a good you know double 45 minute sets that's already 90 minutes if not more so we've covered small amount of ground <laughs> before i'm running thin on material <laughs> <laughs> Tati can hear all this through the floorboards from the helm. He can just hear the merry. <laughs> the acoustics are terrible. <laughs> like <in> the film. <laughs> Loving this. Right, Tati, for the first one, make me three consecutive perception checks, please. Cool. Uh, first one is a 16. Oof. Second one is a 25. Nice. Last one is a... Ooh, less good. Twelve. 
I'll say on average you've passed there. So, Tati, as you sail for pretty much as long as you can keep going from dawn till dusk, you stay at the helm, weary and tired, your eyes starting to get super itchy as you stay the course for the first third of the journey with very little to really write home about. Occasionally, you see... On one side, dolphins following the side of the Lady Luck, skipping in and out of the waves. And at one point, you panic as you see uh, water fountain up out of the ocean in front of you, but you realise it's a whale that's migrating as you see a giant fin burst out of the water and go back down. But other than that, nothing really untoward. As you make your way to dusk of the first day, your eyes really starting to get prickly and your back really, really sore from just sitting on the little stool at the helm. Your stomach rumbling. Who will swap shifts with Tatty? I guess if it's dusk, then maybe one of the vampires could do it. Yeah. Because it's not... Why? If it was slightly poisonous, would you do it? If it was slightly on fire, <laughs> would you do it? Just because it's dusk doesn't mean it's safe. <laughs> I thought you meant... I th- when you said dusk, AJ, I thought you meant, like, it's dusk. So, you as like, just before the sun goes completely down, you need to sort out who's coming okay. up to relieve right. you. on it. It's as far as you can go. It's now safe for vampires to come. Whatever the watershed is, whenever the little vampires wake up to watch the cartoons... The watershed for vampires is, what a is. Wat- is a shed full of water. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> it's a shed full of water. Yeah. It makes sense. Just don't think about it. Uh... Yeah, I guess if it's if it's fully if it's fully nighttime, then one of the vampires would probably be yeah, yeah, best to do it. Uh, Belsia, do you want to do it? Uh, Hanash, do you want to do it? I'm <laughs> easy. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it if you want. All right, then I'll I'll have a line. You can have a line. I'll probably <laughs> I'll probably get, I'm I'll probably get eat people. Yeah, whatever. No, you hang up first. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll be the I'll be the late night vampire boy. All right. You hear a creak on the decking behind you, Tatty, with your tired eyes. You spin round. It's a swivel stool. It's a swivel stool. As you spin around, you just see Hanash ominously standing behind you, not casting a shadow in the moonlight. Hello, Tatty. (laughs) (laughs) My old mortal friend. I remember you. I, uh, I give him, I, I just give him the cliff notes. Like, I point at the map, I point where we're going, I point roughly where we are, and I just go, stay the course, try not to get us lost. Uh, and then I, like, rub my eyes because I'm really tired. I say, I'm here to relieve you and relieve you. (laughs) (laughs) Tati says absolutely nothing from that point. He just, like, his eyes go really wide and he just backs away. Like as as I as I like open up the hatch to go below decks, I'm still looking at you like <laughs> Alright. Hanash, it's up to you having relieved Tatty, and you can make of that what you will, listeners. It is your turn now to make me three consecutive perception checks, please. Let's do it. Ten on the first one. Oh dear. <laughs> A strong start. Fifteen on the second one. And 12 on the third one. Yeah, on average, that's a fail. So as you're going into the night, you're, you're, you're sailing, you're feeling G'd up and positive, having got the, <laughs> just like really buoyant. As you've got the, um, the fourth Emmentile, you're thinking about all the adventures that are yet to come. Everything's going fine. You're watching the compass locked on its course as you hear a, <laughs> As the engine goes boom, 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 boom. Oh, no. Oh, no. I look around, like, the 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 wheel to see if there's, like, a, a manual on how to fix how to fix an engine. The, the wheel's locked solid. It's not turning anymore. That's the first thing you notice. Okay. I know. So I'm probably, probably going to block it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yes, belts, yeah. Why are we stopped? What's going on? 
Why is the rum gone? <laughs> I need a, a buoyant one of us to, uh, to go and have a look underneath. Dirty! <laughs> yes, the small one will be good. I'm just going to roll a perception check. Just Are to... you feeling buoyant? <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> Just to see if I just to see if I wake up. That's a nineteen for perception. So uh, I I think I think I can hear them. Tatty talking about boys in bed. Years of military training. He snaps up like a plank. Um, Aristobulus is still doing naked charades in the corner for uh, all the animals who are They're wildly entertained. They are terrible at this. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we are never going to make it to regionals at this rate. Chicken before we're it's okay. It's a sun tile. <laughs> <laughs> that one's layered. Uh, yeah, as uh, whomever comes out onto deck, you, you see um, a single tentacle flopped over the back of the barge. Okay. Is it connected to anything? Or is it just, like, out of the... Like, how big is it? How big is this tentacle? Same size as you. Pretty tall. For a tentacle. Oh. Tiny. Like, it's it's a decent-sized tentacle. As you... <laughs> Don't be mean. So much, like, fantasy racism going on here, and I'm not down with it, all right? We're better than this. Stop profiling the gnome. <laughs> um, as you look out the back, you see a, tent- a red tentacle flopped over the top, and as you peer over the edge... You see, a um, octopus has got tangled up in um, the rotor at the back, as there's just a, a, a mass of twirled tentacles and just a really sad-looking octopus. How face. many tentacles? Now you're asking. Um, <laughs> the ones come off, so there's seven. Did you say twelve? Did I miss it? Twelve. Twelve. Oh, okay, never mind. Twelve. Sorry. <laughs> I retract my sidebar above the table. Talk. How many tentacles should an octopus have above the table? Is it eight? Octo. Surely. Yeah. Oh, eight. It's in the name. <laughs> Fuck me. Right. Good. I've only got a degree mostly based in mass. Yep. It's missing. It's missing a tentacle. I thought that's why Matt asked. I thought he was waiting for you to make a, a silly mistake. Okay. Back under the table. Back under the table. Right, you see an octopus. Seven tentacles. Wait, fuck. Octopus. <laughs> fuck to puss. A dodecafuck to puss. <laughs> oh, a dodecafuck to puss. Right. That's 20. That's 20, that's 20 I think, dodeca. Uh, is it? Uh, Dodeca's tw- tw- either 20 or 12. Yeah, I, think it's 12. I can't remember. It's got, it's Honestly, I've not thought about this since like year six. Hold on. I think it is. Do- that is 12. Yeah. What, you've not thought about a dodecafuctopus since year six when you were meant to be doing history and you were just in the back <laughs> doodling a dodecafuctopus? No, yeah, you're right. Do- do- yeah, Deca is 10 and Dodeca is 12. Yes. yes. Okay, I'm going to go below decks and I'm going to turn the engine off at the source. Okay. And then, and then I will go over to the rotor. Yep. So one of the tentacles has come off and is laid on the, on the. No, no, no. One's uh, just floated on off into the ocean. It's still got seven tentacles. Oh, okay. One is flopped over the edge of the back of the ship and the other six are wrapped around the rudder. Um, can, uh, mm, no. I feel like I feel like every time we talk about this, we're talking about a different number. It's of the Dodecafuctopus, okay? <laughs> it's just retcon. Leave it out. It had eight. It lost one. It's got seven. One of them is draped over the deck. The other six, one plus six is seven, are twirled around the rudder. Is it like multi-dimensional? Can we just get the producers to check that math real quick? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh fuck me. Can we just get AA stats to uh, to check that for us? <laughs> Boom. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Okay, so this this octopus has got ninety five tentacles, and uh, fourteen of them are on top of the deck. I swear to God, if you kink shame me one more time, I don't think you know what kink shaming is. I'm very vanilla, Chris. I will not with tentacles. You're not. <gasps> okay, so whatever mass is left, just like around the rudder. Yeah, I'm just going to stab it in what looks like its brain. You can't. I'm just going to peel it off the rudder. <laughs> oh. I was a whole okay. character. All right, all right, all right. AJ had an accent. Oh. Whoa. It took us three fucking years to get here, and I'm not going to stop now for a fucking octopus. 
That was a sea druid. He was on a 10-year mission. He just transformed into a squid and... Wait, wait, wait. Answer me this, AJ. When you say it's draped around the rotor, was the rotor still going before I turned the engine off? It was, no, no, it had, it had ground to a halt. That's that's the noise. So everything had stopped. You could hear the engine grinding and groaning. So you turned it off quite rightly. You weren't wrong in turning it off. It, it looks wounded. I'm more than happy for you to stab it in the skull. All I need you to do is just make me a dagger attack. Well, here's the thing. I assumed that it had been it had been attached to the rotor for at least I don't know a couple of minutes, something like that. Um, and that is a propeller with blades. And it's going to fuck up an octopus pretty quickly. So I assumed that it would just be in a state of in a state of horrible half life where all it wanted to do was die. So, unlike you, who was critically burned to death, crisped to a fucking inch of his life, your friends didn't stab you in the fucking skull. So, so here's the thing: How long did it take for me to get burnt to a crisp? About three seconds. How long has this octopus been attached to the to the rotor for? Then is it more or less than three seconds, AJ? I didn't know you were like Saint Francis of Assisi. You really got <laughs> layers when it comes to like you. You really love. So, for those of us who maybe were born in this century, uh, who is Sir Francis of Assisi? What the fuck? What did you do in classics class? Ha <laughs> <laughs> there we go, here we go. Sometimes when you describe how southern you are, I think you're doing it just to what, piss me what off. What did you do, Chris, actually? Answer that in classics, in between Latin. <laughs> Have you not read Virgil? <laughs> yeah, or the Aeneid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? yeah? No, absolutely not. Dear God. Criminal behavior, criminal <laughs> behavior. Yeah, we didn't get that one up north. Did you read Twilight in PSE class or something like that? Or some other comprehensive bullshit. Fuck off. Personal sexual education. No? AJ, AJ, in the North, they they don't have books. <laughs> Ooh! Fucking wisely, alright? <laughs> Surprising turn! Shout out to Norfolk! Ooh! <laughs> You're in the Great North now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> this is only supposed to be a fucking tiny incident that happened is a mere amuse-bouche of fantasy <laughs> and somehow you've turned it into a three-course meal all right just I deal mean, you're with still the talking. fucking squid mate you're the only one still talking i don't uh, know why you're shouting uh, just you, you burn me deep that's not even an expression yeah if the if the, just Shut up! Stick if it. the if the if the octopus looks like it's <laughs> looks like it's badly wounded, I'll kill it. Okay, okay. If Live it, with it. You did it. If all right, it. All right, all no, right, no, no. Because right. AJ won't shut the fuck up about it unless I all unless right, I just clarify it. Make me an attack with your dagger. All right. No, no, no. Does it does it look badly wounded? Does oh, it look badly me, wounded? Uh, make me a nature check, please. You want to do this? We'll do it by the book. Each right. tentacle's got a brain, so it's probably in all kinds of pain. It's how Homer did it in the Odyssey. Uh, that. Is nature is plus three, uh, 22. 22. Actually. You see the squid, you feel its pain, you look deep into its one glassy eye, and you can see the sadness as you reach out and finger the stump of where its tentacle used to be. You see that it is dying, as you know that the only boon you can offer it is a quick death. Cool. So it lost one of its eyes as well. Just want to check that. After you stuck your finger in it. Mm. You skull-fucked a squid. Been, been there. Can this have just been a nightmare of mine that I wake up and this never happened? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Just sweaty mist waking <laughs> up in bed. I love that. Serves AJ right for trying to add some fucking filler material to uh, what could have been an easy, easy journey. <laughs> filler? This... This is prime Wagyu fantasy. <laughs> a filler shit. This isn't Chuck State. It was originally going to be a montage, and now he's fingering a fucking octopus. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just deliver the killing blow, you absolute sadist. Make me a roll. He spits on his fist. So the listeners could get that. AJ told me to do it. Uh, cool. I swear to God, when I get a letter from Petter... Hey, you're the one that did that's a nat 20. Big listeners, big listeners of, the, of the show. <laughs> did you just roll a nat 20? Oh, dear God. All right. 
Now, the thing is, you are a master of death. As a trained killer in the Special Forces, you know that the quickest way to silence an enemy humanely is to stab them in their brain. And then you remember that a squid has a brain in each of its tentacles. So you have to go round with your knife, individually shiving each tentacle until the squid goes flaccid in your arms. And as its eye goes glassy, you just tell it to shh as you just lower it into the sea as it just drifts away into the murky waters. And all you're left with is a fistful of ink. I mutter to myself, uh, goodbye, my aquatic friend. You were overly described and uh, overly serialized, but we'll never forget you. And then I go back to the engine and turn it back on. Okay. I assume I've lost all my all, all hope of a long rest at this point because I've now been outside for like... 24 hours. No! you, you that, that merely took... You might have turned it into some sort of train wreck of a narrative, but it was actually done and done in about half an hour, so you could still get a really good night's half sleep. Half an hour? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I, 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 I genuinely was kidding about 24 hours. Half an hour feels long to me. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'll go back, to, go back to the engine, turn turn it back on, and I'll go back up to the... I'll go back up to the helm uh, and tell Hanash that we're good to go. All right. As the engine goes, da, 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 that's a terrible fucking like, impression of an engine. As it goes back, you're back. Who's going to take over from Hanash? As Tati goes down, gets into his pajamas, still covered in squid ink, he just slides in between the covers. Uh, whom amongst you? I'll have to be vampire. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll well, no, we're gonna we're gonna say Hanash goes the rest of the course. So Hanash goes till dawn again. Oh, what? So it's either got to be Tatty or Don't overthink it. Yeah, sure, I'll do it. So you went you went dawn till dusk, dusk till dawn again. So now day is breaking. The vampire's just finished his shift. Who's going to take over for the third and final leg? Lewis said he's doing it. Excellent, thank you, Aristobulus. Have you ever sailed a boat before? Uh, thousands. Pleasure cruises, mainly, <laughs> from my brief time for the over 70s. Um, it was a poor Damali, a different time. Don't ask me about it. I was a young man. <laughs> wow. You were very much the Terry Wogan of Port Damali. Yeah, but it was a different Wogan. Time. Don't bring Wogan and his massive cock back into this. <laughs> <laughs> back into this because usually we're very Wogan heavy <laughs> we are more of a Wogan podcast than we are a D&D podcast at least oh Jesus Christ I'm a- our ratio's all off the ratio's all off just to shush about it I'm only going to ask this one time Lewis was it your mum who said that Terry Wogan had a massive oh, dong no. that'd be a much worse story <laughs> Who is it that you it know? Was, who it said, was Lois. Me and Lois were watching the TV thing, and we were just like, oh, what a terrible angle. <laughs> hey, but good good on him. R.I.P. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. They, they really struggled to get his cock in the coffin, <laughs> just slamming it in the lid repeatedly until they got it in. Anyway, rest in peace, Wogan. Gone, but forgotten. <laughs> 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 All right, look. Enough of this Wogan wank fest. All right. We have to fucking move the storyline along. Um, we should post that picture on Twitter or some shit. Like the one just so for most people don't know what a Terry Wogan is, but um, Terry Wogan, what a guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> Lewis, for our Mexican listeners, who was Terry Wogan? He was a lovely radio and TV presenter that sadly died a few, about, what, five, ten years? No, five, seven, eight years ago. Um, he was uh, a true gent, a wonderful national figure in the British media, and uh, hung like a small horse, so good on him. <laughs> <laughs> hung like a Shetland pony. Uh, he, was the, he was the voice and face of Eurovision Song Contest for a long time, which is where a lot of people will have known That's him. That's true, international listeners, yes. Um, wow. Okay, what, what brought us on to this again? Oh, who even knows? Right, let's put Wogan's sundial to one side. Aristobulus, as you come out of that lucid dream... Uh, I need you to make me uh, three consecutive perception checks, please. I, w- I want Aristobius is going to get some hop-ons and then I go to sleep. 
What's a hop on, listeners? I don't know. Someone educate me. Is this a drug? 21. We've got a, a 12. And we've got... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 10. Um, 21, 12, and 10. Just passes. As... You keep sailing, you drift off, you dream, you, you you sort of phase in and out of consciousness. As you wake up, you come back into reality, having drifted off using transcendental meditation. Uh, you, you come back to reality just in time in the blazing sun. You see Nicodranus Port directly in front of you, you see the key side. I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw, please. Dexterity saving throw. Is this going to be another port zoom where we crash into the the pier and take half the port with us? Is that port zoom? Oh, I hope so. We've got we've got fucking twenty three. Twenty three. Coming back into reality, you see the quayside directly in front of you, jamming the wheel to one side. Everyone down below, you're thrown out of your bunks onto the floor. There's Aristobulus. You miss the quayside grinding down the edge of it. You can hear the like hull of the ship going as you just plow your way through loads of little boats. There's tons of little pleasure fishermen who are just crushed underneath the barge as you slowly grind your way down the quayside. As the friction brings you to a halt, you just stop as everyone in the whole, like, harbour is just staring at you. You've arrived in Nicodranus. Yeah. Um, I assume I'm clothed after the naked Pictionary thing, so um, that's good. I mean... <laughs> I assume I'm... Uh, it's up to you. That's, um, you I'll know, have my soggy your... garments back on. I mean, yeah. If it, I mean, if there's a crowd, there should be a show. That's what I always say, so... Um, I, I tried parkouring my way onto the boat. Only feels right. I parkour my way out. I'm going to do a, like try a little cartwheel to get back on the um, on the on the side, please. Okay, make me an acrobatic skill check. Please. I would love to. You try and stop me. Acrobatics. Um, I don't know why I always check. It's always a one. <laughs> Fucking hell, boys! <laughs> it was. This is lovely. It was a three getting on. It's a three getting off. Lovely. Ah, <laughs> as again, you cartwheel, spinning, slipping with your wet garments. You bang your head on the corner of the deck and just turf into the wreckage of a rowing boat off the prow uh, of the ship as you and a small tabaxi fisherman just sit in the wreckage yeah. uh, of his rowing boat. That feels right. Good. As all of you make your way onto the deck, you see the resplendent city of Nicodranus in front of you. The most obvious thing is the giant skeleton of a dragon turtle that is oh, still here. in the, the quayside. As you see, the locals have, have turned the skeletal remains of the dragon turtle into a tiki bar. Ooh, that's good, As um, from tragedy, they have turned it into an opportunity. But yes, the city is somewhat rebuilt. You see some scaffolds still where you managed to destroy quite a lot of the open harbour. Redevelopment has already started. Uh, I say all of you are standing on the deck. If the vampires are, you're you're in trouble. Yeah, is it daytime? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. It's uh, late daytime... The sun is about to set shortly, so it'll be early evening soon. I mean, from the deck of the ship, I assume we can see this tiki bar. Yes. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point at it and look over at uh, Aristobulus and, and Maud and Toad Flaps and say, guys, I don't want to, you know, I know we've got stuff to do first, but I'm not going to speak for anyone else's money, but I think we should find a way to own that bar. Good. I thought I would like to... I would like, I would, <laughs> What were you going to say? What did you say? That bar. <laughs> You're much more entrepreneurial. <laughs> well, yeah. Don't be afraid to be a little yeah, bit. I mean, we'll dr- we'll drink there for sure. We'll drink there for sure. If anything, we're just paying for all of our drinks up front yeah, by like buying it. it. And if not, we'll burn it down. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess we go below decks so that we can talk to Hanash and Belsiar. I mean, we can we can just go to the chapel without them and see and find out 
what Petunia said, because A, it's daylight, and B, it's a chapel. I don't want to say that you're those classic anti-religion vampires, but... Don't do well around crosses. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But I love the nuns. <laughs> <laughs> An untouched elderly woman, eh? An Anne Widdicombe of sorts. Another one who comes up a lot. Uh, we, we get a lot of references to Anne Widdicombe. Again, the ratio's off. This is an Anne Widdicombe podcast. <laughs> this is now an Anne Widdicombe insults podcast. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Terry, Terry Wogan's massive hog appreciation podcast. <laughs> <laughs> appreciation Society. I'm I'm happy to say, whilst you're all having a tight five about Terry Wogan's cock, <laughs> the uh, the evening draws in as the sun slowly dips over the horizon, yeah, okay. l- just leaving the port of Damali, not Damali, the port of Nicodranus, it washed in a beautiful orange light. Uh, all of you are safe to stand on the deck as you just see. Potato, just stretch. As the tiny little feral potato just stretches, hocks some spit over the edge of the boat um, onto the wreckage of the tabaxi fisherman beneath him. As uh, yeah, you see the the prospering city of Nicodranus in front of you, uh, the tiki bar in particular, just in front. Let's go see a chapel about a woman, or a woman about a chapel. Or a woman about some cheese. You pick the punchline. I don't know what it is. And I start walking off the boat. Did someone say cheese? And then I figure that I don't eat anything now. I'm a vampire and I'm sad. It's true. The pair of you are, I must say this, the pair of you are incredibly hungry. You've been starved of blood now for two, three days. What did you last eat? I've not been here while you ate a man or something. Have you, have you killed someone? Last time I, I killed some people that were fleeing from the dragon. That was my last time. I... Didn't you have a snack in between? He's eaten fish, I think. I don't think he's eaten. I, I assume Belsia has been eating rats. Rats. That's what you've been eating. You ate. You ate the husband. Uh, do you remember the wife? Uh, there was a sexy svelte rat. There was like a rat. Oh milk. yes. Yeah. She, she she moved on. I ate her no good husband. She found a new life, a happier life. That's right. That's right. It's a, it's, a, it's a real. Go back, listeners. If you've not heard that, go back about five or six episodes. Um, as you make your way onto the marina, looking around, you see the throng and buzz of both commerce and tourism. You see the fishermen uh, heading out, and you see um, various pleasure barges ready to depart. As you see lots of people in brightly coloured, kind of like. Uh, tour shirts and things like that. The smell of them is so tantalizing to you, Hanash and Belsia, as you make your way uh, onto the cobbles at the edge uh, of the actual like market stalls. Yeah, the people is becoming a real. You're really having to like grasp your hands together, and the just the. It's like being at like, uh, you know, when you're in the restaurant and you can just smell the flavors wafting. Uh, it's mm. like you can, you can, you can smell the blood pumping in the veins of the people wandering around you. Is there a dark alley somewhere within that I can see? Make me a perception check. You do have advantage because I'm, 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 yeah, I'd like to get in on this. Twenty-one. <laughs> uh, go on, roll, roll with 21. advantage then. Oh, okay, with advantage. Okay, twenty-one. Uh, yes. You see, uh, you see a bakery and a laundry with a small ginnel in between them, uh, which for other listeners may be an alleyway, a passageway, or a snicket. But here in Sheffield, we call it a ginnel. Can I look for two lonely-looking people like that? Probably have not many friends. Kind of mean, like maybe they're not. Maybe they're mean people. Maybe they deserve yeah. people. The vampires are going incel spotting. <laughs> um, make me a investigation check with advantage as there's two of you. Sure. 19. 19. Yeah, you see a elderly turtle who's just like leaning against a wall, smoking a pipe. Uh, he's looking like particularly tired and a little bit drunk. 
Uh, he's wobbling a little bit on his feet, but he's he's just on the edge of the passageway. I'm going to charm them. Okay. Uh, if they're not looking at me, then they're just charmed. No, he's just singing to himself. You hear him like singing sea shanties as he's like, as he's just merrily singing away with a pipe between his teeth. Does he need to make a a what check now? He doesn't make, he doesn't make, make any check if he's not looking at me. Fuck. Okay. As you just charm him with your preternatural powers. Um, so I say, join me, jo- join me down this uh, this jill, uh, buddy. I, uh, I've got something to show you. As he, with a urgency and a charm that he didn't know he had, he's like, why? What you want to show me? It's a joke. <laughs> Oh, I like a good joke. As you see him hobbling, he's got a walking stick. He's quite frail. As uh, he's he's leaning forward, hunched over his walking stick, as he's got his pipe like chipped between his teeth. As he just hobbles into the dark shadows of the passageway, uh, you just see him like huffing on his pipe. As he's like, "Go on then, what's hit me? Knock, knock. Who's there? Yeah, and then about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man." Uh, are you with him, Belsia? Yeah, I, um, I'll, I'll wait for sloppy seconds. <laughs> okay, just for the sake of uh, narrative, I say that you he's charmed. He barely even puts up a fight as you find the, the soft bit of skin between the sacks on his neck and the edge of his shell as you dig your fangs in. Uh, it's not the tenderest meat or the finest vintage of blood you've ever met, but as the warmth and saltiness, the coppery taste of blood washes around your palate, a strength and vigour sort of imbued within you as you feel satiated as uh, he just slumps backwards his shell just sliding down the wall uh, as you pull away just blood washing down the front of your mouth and your tunic you look over at Belsia ah that was okay ah a solid C dig in yeah I'll uh, I'll give the customary vampire fist bump and then uh, <laughs> then uh, yeah have a have some turtle soup as you go in for turtle soup, you see that in his fear, he's retracted inside his shell. You need to get in there quickly. <laughs> As you see him slowly trying to slide inside his shell, you just grab him by his hair and just yank his head back out of the shell. As you yourself dig your fangs into him, satiating yourself, drinking deeply of this. Well, I guess maybe it is a vintage blood. He was a very old, uh, turtle. Um, as, again, you feel the warm, coppery fluid washing around your mouth. Is, do you know, like, when you've had a warm drink on a cold day and you can just feel it, as you drink it, you can feel it going down your neck and around your stomach. Uh, you can feel the blood in you as you feel elevated by this dark ritual. What are you two doing with the body of this elderly turtle? Just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's already retracting back inside the shell. It's like a it's like a self cleaning cr- crime scene. I I jump on top of it and it goes boop boop and it speeds up <laughs> down the alleyway at high speed, <laughs> wow. knocking over several people as it goes uh, and, ki- and kills four four, four mushrooms. Taking out dinosaurs. <laughs> Beings. Uh, as you look down, you see the puddle of blood on the floor. You see the shell as the limbs are half retracted back in themselves and you just see the pipe and the walking stick on the floor. As both of you walk away, blood dripping down your faces and staining your tunics. Uh, you join your friends back on the quayside. So we're just going to draw a line under it there and we will be back real soon. See you soon. Blah. Well, hey there, fellow nerds and nerdwells. That's about all we're going to achieve for this week's episode. Jesus Christ, that was one hell of a ride, wasn't it? I wondered where that was going to go. I mean, clearly, no octopuses were harmed in the making of this episode, so you don't have to worry. Right. Seeing as you made it this far, why not consider hitting that subscribe button and never miss another episode again? Better yet, if you're feeling up for it, why not give us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you are 
on. All of your reviews and recommendations really help spread the word of all of this crazy fantasy fucknuggery, and they really do mean the world to us. So drop us a review, and you never know, we might be reading it out on next week's episode. If you fancy chatting to us about anything you've heard across the course of this episode, your best bet is to find us on the app formerly known as Twitter, now X. You can find us at Adventurers, A-N-O, number one. And you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook, etc., etc., etc. Right, that just leaves time to say a massive goodbye from Chris, Raggy, Matt, Lewis, and myself. We'll see you back here next week for more fun-packed fantasy fuck nuggetry. Adventurers out. <laughs>